0: Welcome to episode 165 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamiya.
1: And I'm Hillary Dockerty.
0: <gasps> Ooh, look at that sunshine coming our way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you never know what you're going to get when you come over to my house. Could be crying, could be happy. Aww. Never know. <laughs> Oh my god. So, anyway, <laughs> we're recording two episodes this morning. It's bright weird. and early. We're doubling down on this podcast. Yeah, I got to go to Memphis. I got to go. I have to go. Yes. So, you know, they're forcing me to do it, people. They're yes. forcing me. Just kidding.
0: Oh god, now I have a song in my head. That that Memphis song.
1: Walking in Memphis. Yes,
0: that's the one that's... Walking in Memphis.
1: Yeah. You know do you what? Really feel the it's way a great
0: fucking I song. Feel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's too early.
1: You know, I, we had an Odd Pods meeting this week, and Russ from Infectious Groove is a huge Elvis fan, like big time. So I, we, we go on, and before the meeting starts, you know, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to do a brag. And I go, hey, Russ, oh, yeah. guess where I'm going this Saturday, next Saturday? Guess where I'll be? And he, he goes, where? And I said, I'm going to Graceland. And he goes, yeah, I've been there like thirty times. I was like, "God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?" I love that he's been there thirty times. I mean, you know, there's. I always I look at wait. both sides of those things. Like, is this a good thing or is it a bad thing? But he, when he was there for work all the time, so that's why he would just go. Yeah. And I would do the same thing if I was there. Well, right? If you could like just stroll past Elvis's grave, and like you know, yeah. it's
0: kind of cool.
1: Yeah, it, it's mean, incredible. I'm I I, I am ready for the spirit of my lord and savior (laughs) elvis presley to enter my body (sighs) oh my god so the second half of my life i'm gonna be like my hips are gonna be shaking you're just gonna gonna wear bell "Mm -hmm." bottoms or
0: with those big glittery
1: yes (gasps) tits out oh tits out you know jumpsuit jumpsuit glitter giant sunglasses i actually bought elvis glasses i'm going to be wearing in (laughs) memphis don't fucking don't doubt my skills on what's going to be happening in this Instagram <laughs> oh post. Oh my god, I can't Bitch, wait. The outfits are have been planned. <gasps> I'm going to be doing travel, Instagram, Elvis, oh, realness every single is, day in Memphis. Please <laughs> tune in tune I have in, my leopard in, my leopard in. coat. I have some really cool tees I'm going to match with like hats and like look at this the whole fucking adorable. thing. It's adorable. It's adorable and I'm going to live my best life. You know what? Do it. Well, why not?
0: Why not? What are we waiting for? What
1: are you waiting for? What are all, you waiting for? all of our best lives. Speaking of, we were just talking about Counting Crows because we're trying to figure out an album that we both love that we can go on, uh, that record Got Me High. Yeah. And there's a song called A Murder of One, I think it's called. Murder of One is one of the Counting Crows songs, and I was listening to it, and it's like, don't waste your life. And I was like, oh, this fucking song is so good. So good. It's so. It just reminded me of what you just said. Like, what are you waiting for? You know what I mean? Carpe diem yeah sees murder of, yeah murder of one it's such a fucking oh, great That song. album is so good that's what we should maybe we yeah. should go on we both love counting crows that's like one of the things that we figured oh, out his
0: lyrics
1: oh he's an that's my whole thing i've been in my mind he's thinking like, of the things i would say about adam I duritz mean, he's
0: just brilliant i think
1: he's one of the most brilliant. incredibly brilliant poets of our of our time and i
0: feel like underrated
1: absolutely he his words are fire
0: like, All right, so Rob, we're coming on. Yeah. And that's, that's the album we're we'll doing. We'll do the Counting Crows. <gasps> we'll
1: do the Counting Crows. I think that'd be a great, a great oh, album for I'm us so to excited.
0: do. i got goosebumps for it.
1: I got to send Rob a message. We got to get in. We got to get, get in. We got to get on the he's list. He's like two months behind. Like He he, he is like on top of those podcast episodes. Um, what's on your list of topics this week? Since we're doing so, two episodes, yeah. I had to like break up. What I did about. too. What I will mean, be relevant in two weeks to talk about?
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I don't even know if I can hit Florida. It it is one thing after the next in Florida with um, not only that um, Reedy Creek takeover by DeSantis, Mm -hmm. but now, um, you know, he is going to try to uh, manage the
1: content of Disney.
0: (laughs) Oh and, my and, God! And, and, it's and, my
1: favorite thing. I mean, I, it is the most incredible fucking. St- like I said on my Twitter, this is the story of the year. Desantis taking over Disney is, is the story of the year. But, but 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 this is
0: insane to me that 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 the people who are small government have someone that has taken over one of the biggest corporations or tr- attempting to in Florida, right? I mean, this is our money maker in the state. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The, I mean, so how many people flock to Disney? Come on, and. You know Disney can go where, where it wants. Yeah, Do you I know mean, that 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 Disney can pick up sticks and just go. You know we're going to be in Georgia, and then they can build their like Christian Wonderland in its space. I guess I don't know. What? Well, that's not going to happen. I know, but what in the world? No, I I hope I would love Disney to pick up
1: sticks and be like, like, bye. Let's not. Let me. Let's, let's start <laughs> here. This guy let's, is such a little man. He's a dictator. I let's let's, let's 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 just be clear though. Disney is fine. They'll be fine, but. Will the employees you of believe, Disney be fine? You better believe that they are fucking pissed over there that this is happening. Now they still get a lot of the shit that they they have. They still get all their tax uh, discounts or whatever their their credits. I don't know whatever. They still get a bunch of shit. And but he did put people in place who are now saying that they will start to look at content, which I find fucking fascinating. I find it, to to what DeSantis thinks is appropriate. I find that fascinating. And corporations, including Disney, should be banding together, Florida corporations, and sticking it to Ron DeSantis. Y'all really need to band together. Because Disney, all they said was that they support the LGBTQ community, and this is the result. That is what happened. Nobody was messing with Disney until that happened. And they said they support, because because, let's not forget this, they did that because the LGBTQ employees were standing outside the Disney um, headquarters in, in Orlando with protesting. signs saying, yeah. "You don't support your employees right. because they were supporting Ron DeSantis." Right, and so that's what the company did. They took a stand, and this is the result. And this is, and again, I, I feel it's like crazy. I feel
0: like we are here sounding the alarm on our little podcast.
1: But yeah. That nobody fucking listens to. That nobody to. listens to. So right, please y'all. share, please. Yeah. Put this in a vault somewhere yeah. and bury it in the yard. Yeah. And when the water is underwater, yes. they'll find it. Be like, these women were brilliant. <laughs> yeah, they knew what the
0: hell was going on. Like, I, I the, those of you listening around the mm. world, like, just take this clip, put it somewhere. But you guys <laughs> need to understand, like, like, we are in danger. I know I said it last episode, but just the LGBTQ community.
1: Especially trans. Is, and
0: trans is so under attack. They just... Uh, are, are they're, they're passing the bill where you can't get self-affirming care. And the other thing that is more frightening is the idea that, that Florida courts could take quote, emergency custody of kids with trans parents or siblings, even if they live in another state. Oh my God. That's what's on the docket. Meanwhile, as we've screamed a million times that there are actually real world issues but imagine that now we have the government, the little government of the uh, GOP separating
1: families like what you can't live here. If I had a trans child, I would have been gone already. You can't live here. And it's it's a it's a fight that needs to happen. But I would never put my child in the middle of never. that. And I know there's families who are going to do it because they have to because somebody well, or they somebody can't, needs, or they can't somebody, do anything because or they somebody can't needs afford to, fight. to leave. They, right. But uh, let, let me tell you something. You find a way, but you get your child out of here. Because the second that that care is not available anymore, that child's life is in danger. And so you have to get the fuck out. And I can't believe, like, we could say it a million times, but the level of the, the government coming into your home and telling you how to be a parent and the medical decisions uh, you want to make for wild. your child between you and your doc, your child's doctor and your child. Yep. Those decisions... Let's not pretend like 12, 13, 14-year-olds can't make decisions like that and don't understand what's happening. They know what's going on with their bodies. They've known since they were could understand gender. They knew that they were different and they didn't belong in that body. These are facts. And so the government of Florida wants to come into your home and in your doctor's office we're not surprised by that. We've been dealing with that for fucking two decades, right? Yeah. Them chipping away at those rights. But the fact that someone's children or child could be affected by this, it puts their life in danger. You get your child out of the state. Or the fact that I, they I know, could take your child if you're no, in a divorce and they no. want to take that child
0: back. No. This is insane.
1: It's really bad. Can
0: you imagine? They just. It, it, ripping <sighs> someone's child away from. Uh, I, I. That's when you have to leave the country. Like, what What are we doing?
1: What are we doing? You got to get out. <laughs> got to get out of here. My favorite thing um you know I love I love that I hate the stunts that people pull but I love that um they keep doing it because these are people who are these are representatives that are so insignificant that um want to be famous so badly. They want the public to talk about them so badly yeah. that they will put up legislation that is ridiculous and a waste of fucking time and it pisses me off because so many people are suffering including me right including tina right as a teacher as a homeowner as a homeowner as a woman like there are people who are suffering children trans children and this motherfucker state senator blasey in G- 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 Golia? G- Golia? I don't even know how to say this fucking piece of shit's name. That's probably why also he wants to be famous so people right. re- know how to sp- to pronounce his shit name. <laughs> He's a state senator out of Spring Hill, which is in the armpit of Florida over there, like Northwest Florida somewhere. Um, he put up Senate Bill 1248. Have you heard of this? It's called the Ultimate Cancel Act. Oh, all right. Today, Florida State Senator Blase Ingogolia filed SB 1248 political parties, the ultimate cancel act in the Florida Senate. Oh, I know this. If passed, this legislation will immediately decertify any po- political party that previously advocated for slavery uh-huh. in their party platforms. Uh-huh. Any registered voters affected by this decertification uh-huh. would automatically become non-party affiliated. Yeah. And he says, quote, for years now, leftist activists have been trying to cancel people and companies for things they have said or done in the past. Um they just canceled Disney. Um, yeah. <laughs> this includes the removal of statues, uh, sorry, statues and memorials and the renaming of buildings. using this this standard, it would be hypocritical not to cancel. The Democratic Party <laughs> itself for the same reason. This guy is such an idiot. The Democrat Party adopted pro slavery positions in their platforms mm. during the conventions of 1840, 1844, 1856, 1860, and 1864. And here's what I want to say to the senator Read a history book is but, number but, one. But number two. Read a history <laughs> book. Number two. You don't have to do a cancel act for the Democratic Party in Florida, they already don't exist.
0: Oh my it's God. already a dead
1: party. You're, you're like doing repetitive work. They've taken care of that for you with incompetence and stupidity. Like you don't have to cancel. They're already gone. You stupid idiot.
0: It is. And they don't know history. They don't know about when things switch. Like they're so
1: dumb. It's not working. They are so dumb. (laughs) So stupid. Dumb. But it's, but, but I ask you, Senator, maybe, can you do me a favor? So that maybe I don't have to like sell my house and live in my fucking car next year. Maybe, maybe. Do some work? You could do something about homeowner's insurance. Yeah, because do a little bit of work. Do I, some work. As, as, a, as a single woman who makes a decent living and can afford to pay for her mortgage, uh, uh, I'm going to be priced out of my house by probably next year, okay? And I'm a lucky one. I'm privileged. I sit in a lot of fucking privilege with the money that I make. If I'm being priced out of my house, how are other people who work two, three jobs able to afford their mortgages? You're let like middle class people are being squeezed out of home ownership in Florida because of the cowardice of the Republican legislature and bowing down to insurance companies and blaming lawyers for the cost going up. When you have the direct responsibility to take care of this for people but you want to talk about canceling a political party, get your head out of your ass. It's the stupidest. You're a joke <laughs> of a fucking senator. You're a joke.
0: It's the stupidest, it's so stupid. And, and again, it's a waste of time. And and this party is, it's to me, it's a violent party. Any party that is going to cause harm to children, like they're so worried about children, they are harming children in this culture war. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? Because kids are hearing this. They're hearing it and they're being impacted. Like, you, you know, they, they, they I, I can't stand it. And then the other thing I just wanted to bring up is just, again, the violence of this party is um, Trump saying that when he gets elected, he's going to bring back firing squads and um, another rep. And I don't even know where or what his name is because I don't care, but he wants to bring back hanging and, you know, basically lynching. That's what, that's what they're busy doing. That's what they're busy doing while you guys are scrolling through TikTok and, you know, like,
1: yeah, going listen, to Chick-fil-A listen. and
0: doing your things. Like, the world is
1: burning down around us. Well, it whatever you do on, in your time when you're not working hard trying to provide for your families or whatever that you're doing, whatever you, it helps to keep your mind off of all of the troubles of the world, I totally understand it. I totally get it. But when it's time to check in and vote, you need to show I up. Mean, you want to fucking disappear between elections? Have at it. I understand. I, I am so fucking happy to not be involved as much as I am. I mean, I'm involved as far as like I read the news every day. I want to kill myself, but I'm not involved in like the political process because I can't fucking stand it. I can't stand what a fucking farce it is. I'm, I'm, I'm so t- I'm so happy to be out of that fucking pretend bullshit that we were in. It's pretend bullshit, Tina. Woo. <laughs> and so I'm, t- I'm happy to be out of it. But at the same time, I'm not going to keep my eye off the ball because this is how they get away with the shit they've gotten away with. Yeah, This is how they've done it. And so we have to, this is our fucking we're state. At, and we're this at, is our the, fucking it's country. People. It's our country, it's not their country. They're in the minority. And these motherfuckers... I put a tweet out. What happens when you take ego out of politics? Tell me what happens. People don't run for re-election over and over and over again. And there's things that people should... You know, I see... There's one particular commissioner that I follow from Broward County. I am not going to name his name. But I follow him and I look at his tweets and he's very careful about what he says and what he doesn't say. And I think to myself... You know, I, and I believe that he was part of that that, up the, that put the new Broward chair in office. He was part of that. And like he's very careful about what he says. And the reason that he's careful is because he wants to be reelected. So, so he says certain things, but he won't say other things. And all of it's very calculated and curated in, in a way so that power continues to be in, on his side. But and what I is find he doing that with that power. That's power? Right. That I find question. that disturbing. It, 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 you either put it on the line or you don't. You say what the truth is or you don't. If you if you're holding back on saying things because you're worried it's gonna affect your reelection, you're not in this job for the right reasons. For the people. So get the fuck out. Now let's talk All about right. the party. Let's we're just real quick, real quick, real quick. Oh We got a new party chair. Yes. <laughs> so last Saturday we're like humming <laughs> and hawing. Humming and hawing. Is that right? Humming and hawing. Humming yes. And hawing. who is gonna be the chair? Well To my surprise. Are you surprised? I was was surprised. I I thought that it was going to go that way. When I I retweeted this, uh, somebody put the data up of like, where the votes went and she got all the committee people which is what i you know when you get the committee people yeah. from each, par- that's each party need. that's all you need it's the weighted vote this bitch yeah. is gonna win nikki freed thank god it's our new party chair Woo! i'm blown uh, away i'm already and i gotta tell you this week i'm already impressed with like the things that they've been putting out she put a video out which is all right and it's just a bunch of like you know we're gonna do it yeah <laughs> i don't want to see you just do work right
0: but you know what like I mean, i said this last episode but she. <laughs> She she did work, you know, when she was um, in her last position, she did. She you know you know what I mean? Like she held uh, she, Ron. Remember she's called Ron. Yeah. You know she held his feet to the fire as much as she could. So I she's not someone who was afraid.
1: No, I know she's she, not someone yeah. who's
0: afraid to go up against him. She's not someone who's afraid to speak her mind, and I and she's bold and yeah. she does like to be out there. And so that's the kind of thing I think we need because like the previous chair. I don't, I can't even recall seeing him once. You know what I mean? Please. And she's been in this position. She's been in this position
1: uh, uh, a week. Like, uh, And I've already, heard, I feel like heard more from her. Yeah. The party's putting out. You know out, what I mean? So. Yeah, they're so, putting out stuff. They're putting out stuff against yeah. the, the legislation yeah, that's going so, through. It's, it's good. It's good. You know. Uh, but I, 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 Tweets and, are great, but, but when, well, let's go. Right. How are we getting votes? How are we doing this? And I right. don't want to hear about. Uh, our dear friend friend Alfredo tweeted like, I'm going to give her 90 days to start, like see what the plans are. And I'm like, no, I give her one day. Like if you don't have a plan, the second you got elected, bitch, we aren't in the fucking right business. But like, let's go. You already had 90 days where we had no chair. Like, what are we doing? I
0: all I want really, I want action
1: items. Like, yeah. What are the action
0: items? Like, tell me what to do. Yeah. I'll go do it. And I don't
1: expect you know, all action items changes, changes. for all the counties. Like, and by 2024, we're not gonna see anything really that Nikki Free did because it doesn't, it's not gonna take two years. It's gonna take decades to see actual change here. But I wanna see a plan in place that we're gonna follow that is actually gonna make change. I wanna see some differences. And I want to see Rick Hoy put in place. The shit that he had on his list for the state. I want to see yeah. that happen in Broward. I yes. want to see it happen let's in Broward. let's do it. All right, are we ready? Wait, oh, I have a hot guy of the week. Oh,
0: <laughs> because, well. I, you hey. know,
1: <laughs> I just want to also point out that on day one of this podcast, we could have predicted this, that Tina would have a banned book moment and I would have a hot guy of the week <gasps> moment. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like from the beginning, the very it. first episode, we could have figured it <laughs> Like who's if, our boy? we're nothing but consistent who, um who's our baby guess who boy? guess who hot guy of the week <laughs> tell me jeremy allen white do you know who that is jeremy allen white from the bear oh mm. yes yes chef. yes chef. oh yes, chef. yes I... chef. he's so fucking hot and he keeps winning all these awards he well, won an emmy for this acting he just won a sag award i think he's gonna win uh he wh- deserves no, he won- all the awards oh my god if he the if the award is my vagina, he does deserve it.
0: Awards. <laughs> and you know what it is about him? And I think I've said
1: That reminds Hi. me of Wait, that reminds me of another joke I said this week. <laughs> somebody texted me a video of uh Jon Stewart going off on this guns guy. This guns like I don't know, somebody about guns. And he said, Is does Jon Stewart <laughs> does he land in your like hot older Jewish guys that you would fuck? Oh. And I said well, he's not bald, but John Stewart could get it. Ooh, I said, and uh, it means my vagina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! I have to. S-
1: <laughs> Hi, Ooh, uh, John Stewart. John, John
0: um, Stewart needs to go on the list. I mean, oh, he yeah, all right. But Chef, my God, you know, and I, I said this when I think we talked about when the show was like recently had recently dropped or whatever. Mm. He, in that role, mm. is the. So brooding, and that's what I love most. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, I well, love a brooding, yes, man. Yeah, yes, I do. And it's also because we because we want to like take them and oh, make them feel better, like, and, and do that whole thing. Adorbs, oh, he's adorable. And by the way, he's like five five, he's like I very know, tiny, he is tiny, but that's, I mean, I'd be, I'd hold him and you so tiny. My, <laughs> my husband sent me an article because he's like. <laughs> Yeah, this is. He's funny like, you, you like tall. guys. I like guys. tall guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and anytime there's an issue, I, I immediately I comment on the height. Immediately, <laughs> and he's like, you got something against short men? Oh, and I said, yeah, I, th- I think I do. I just don't trust a short man. Like, I just <gasps> my daughter literally said that to me yesterday. I, I There's something about it. So he sent me this article the Guardian put out about like this sort of uh, mindset. Mm. you know beginning with like the napoleon complex yeah uh, but they actually did research and they found that most people like have this like about short dudes and then they looked at like psychopathy and violence and things like that connected to short people it's very interesting yeah so he's the exception <laughs> to my rule mm. um because you can't tell you know with that you know with that magic of camera work you can't tell that he's that short so you can in, start he's uh, in my people. mind he's taller than me <laughs> so short people
1: start violence there's a lot we can work with here please let me help you work the your anger issues and oh Ooh, uh, mommy um <laughs> mother oh, oh no, know, no, not mother, no no, no not mother but no, mommy no, no, no. Mommy's oh kind of cute. mommy's cute no 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 <laughs>
0: poppy maybe but oh
1: mommy, uh... god oh my god tina oh my god she's oh. so funny <laughs> all right are you ready yes today <gasps> i am covering former director of the domestic policy council claude allen oh and i just realized i didn't fly any of these by alfredo so hopefully oh uh, hopefully we're not we're we're not gonna mention anything
0: hopefully we're not 20s (laughs) 20s
1: okay so claude allen was born in philadelphia in 1960 but he grew up in the working class section of northwest washington dc he attended archbishop carroll high school a roman catholic school um his mother worked part-time at the catholic school and his father worked at a plumbing supply business um, he once said in a television interview, quote, probably the vast majority of the kids who grew up in our neighborhood were either strung out on drugs or in jail or dead. Wow. In 1982, Allen graduated from the university of North Carolina at Chapel Hill with his bachelor's degree. And, um, he grew up in a democratic household, but he took a job after college as a press secretary for Bill Kobe, a Republican congressional candidate in North Carolina. He's African-American also. I should mention that. He switched parties saying later in an interview, quote, I realized after the fact that I agree more with the Republican Party platform and it talked about independence and that it talked about individual responsibility, individual rights. It talked about the ability to guarantee opportunities and not outcomes. Allen subsequently began working for Republican Senator Jesse Helms of North Carolina. He was Helms campaign spokesperson in 1984 when he was very young. He was like 24 years old. Yeah, I was going to say. And we, I covered old racist uh, J- Jesse Helms in episode one twenty seven. That's so, wild
0: to me. This, he's working for this guy,
1: right? But it's also not surprising that Jesse Helms would choose an Africa a young African American man, to be his spokesperson because he was the accusations and the racist things that he would say all the time. He's like, "Look, I'm not racist," right? <laughs> I love that. Right. That's I basically what he that. was doing with this poor kid, this, this man. Oh, um, then from nineteen eighty five to eighty seven, Allen was a staff member of the Senate Foreign. Committee. So he returned to school in 1987 and he graduated from Duke University Law School with his Juris Doctor degree in 1990. He also received a Master of Law's degree from Duke University School of Law. From 1990 to 1991, Allen was a law clerk for David B. Sentel, a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, famous for his role in the Whitewater investigation. So he was the judge in that case. Allen met and became a protege of Clarence Thomas, who was a judge on the court at the time Allen was clerking there. And after... So he's like moving and shaking. I know, but you're making some... Yeah. Um, choices. I know,
0: but <laughs> you're he, making some bad. But, but he's really I, moving he's around. Himself yeah, forward. he's worked in the yes. Senate. He
1: now yes. he knows all these judges. Like he's, you know, yeah. he's working his way around. Um, after his clerkship, Allen began as an asso- became an associate at Baker Botts Law Firm in Washington D.C. from 91 and 95. He then served in the Virginia Attorney General's Office from 95 to 98. Become and then before becoming Secretary of Health and Human Resources for the Commonwealth of Virginia. So he's done a lot of work even at, at a very very young age, right? Okay. He's, he's still in his 30s at this point at that point. But then he gets to work in the White House which is incredible i, mean, I please would a me, dream come put true me in the white house i would fucking love it now i'd also like to say something else remember when we were getting we got the kamala harris invitation yes. to the white house and we were waiting for the the invite uh, from the white house email and yes, we got it
0: it was so exciting now
1: i'm getting spammed by the white house <laughs> and I, yes. I like i would like the white house spam to stop please like can but we please stop I, I don't. And I, every time I get it, I go, Oh, I've got to delete another email from the oh white house. Like, oh, why do they keep sending me God. shit?
0: Can we please stop? I, d- I don't know why, but I just imagined like, you know, like the can of spam, yes. but, like shaped like the white house. <laughs> put it on a shirt. Oh, I'm gonna put it on a shirt. All right. <laughs> Merch that shit. Please. Please <laughs> buy some damn materials from materials merch from us. Oh, we're gonna Help put that out. out.
1: Tina made incredible shorts and totes. Why was <gasps> that at the top of the hour? Let's put it on the next episode. We'll have to talk okay. about it. Okay. Okay. Um, so in 2001, Allen was appointed as the deputy secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. In 2004, Allen was nominated by President George W. Bush to become a federal judge on the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals. Oh, But his nomination was opposed by numerous educational, religious, and racial groups, including People for the American Way, the NAACP, and the National Organization for Women. The American Bar Association rated him as partially, quote, not qualified, end quote. His nomination was stalled in the Senate Judiciary Committee and lapsed on December 8th, 2005. So he was never appointed as a judge. Allen uh, was then appointed to the position of assistant to the president for domestic policy in January 2005, where he was responsible pr- for providing advice on all non-economic policies, including education, health care, labor, housing, veterans, HIV and AIDS and other domestic issues Whoa. to the president, which is incredible. I think I George mean- W. Bush took a shine to him, you know, like liked yeah. him.
0: It's just the other thing that's incredible to me is there's so many because we just hear of like a lot of the time of of our Congress um, and our senators and there's all of these other yeah, like yeah you know committees and roles and you know positions and it's it's so much yeah it's a lot it's so much
1: well head of the domestic uh, policy council Alan jointly. Oversaw the White House task force that coordinated response to Hurricane Katrina along with the Homeland Security Council. So we know what happened there. I mean, what a mess. Uh, Here's how he feels on some issues. Alan Uh, uh, has said of condom use, quote, it's like telling your child, don't use the car, but then leaving the keys in the the Lamborghini and saying, buckle up if you do, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. Just... <laughs> Why Alan, is safe uh,
0: sex a bad thing? I don't, I don't know. understand. Do we do we not want to help I, I, people have sex? Like you can't have a, force people to abstain from sex for your stupid religion.
1: I can't imagine.
0: I want to cancel religion. You know they want to. They say we cancel. Or can we? Pl- can, can religion be canceled? I'm ready. I'm sorry. I'm ready. I don't mean disrespect to anybody. Oh no, no, no. Fuck am, no, fuck it. No, I am it. tired. I am tired.
1: Although you know, when I hear Nick from Cardassians talk about the things that what he believes in his church and the things that he that he as a pastor he teaches and yeah, and he preaches he, I mean, and all this, there stuff, are some. It's good like good holy people. shit! That yeah. if I had had that, if that was the church like listen i was raised catholic i was there every fucking sunday like i got it yeah uh but but even in that way when i when 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 you know i think about that judge last week that you said she's on a mission like to me i immediately think about sitting in those pews as a child and it's a lot different now when you go to catholic church on sundays than it was when i was a kid like i'd gone throughout my my entire marriage i went every single sunday with my family and it was i had to get up and walk out several times because of the anti-abortion rhetoric from the from the the, the 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 priest, priest yeah. up there speaking it was shocking to me it wasn't like that when i was a kid and so when well, i hear about like you're not allowed to do that when, but then when i hear about like mission of god to, to 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 jail children i think to myself that's not how i was taught about god that's yeah. not the jesus i heard about that wasn't how it was so it's shocking to me that this these messages are getting twisted to 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 keep to like uh propel their purpose of like, or their mission of what they think they're supposed to be doing in God's name. Not the God that I know, but when Nick talks about it, I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounds right. It's acceptance. It's love. It's it's peace. It's joy. Like that's what I think it's supposed to be. So
0: let me, let me, I guess, change to the uh, Christian religious sect. Yeah, Catholic is dark as fuck. Yeah. Whatever, whatever religious sect is putting their hands in policy. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, you want to go have your religion and kumbaya all the night long? Like, good for you. But get your hands out of policy. Get your hands out of people's business. Like, that's it. Like, live your life. Yeah. I'm tired of it's it. Another, I'm tired
1: of it. Another good example is the that new college that they keep, oh, that they're, my like, God, wrecking. they're
0: destroying. That was a haven.
1: Yeah, so that was... The, that was a haven for LGBTQ Florida, students. And we've talked about it anyway deliberate. before. But they... The group that started it, there was a preach. it was a reverend or a pastor who started that college, a new college in Florida, all those decades ago. But it was a safe place for the, 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 the students who didn't feel like they fit in anywhere else. Right. LGBTQ, gender right. questioning, queer, whatever. But But also- You know, allies, open-minded people, and it was found. And the and the Reverend who started it, he did he did testify at that panel this week, and he was like, "You are going to this is what you're doing is the direct opposite of what this the purpose of starting this place." Right. I mean, it's and how they can do that,
0: and how you know, like, uh, I don't have I don't have any words, but that they could go into an educational institution and push their Christian rhetoric is insane to me. And we know that it's deliberate. Like, we're not stupid. People in the state are not stupid to go, wow, that's the first college that he pointed to. Give me a break. It's, and, and also, Give here's, me a here's break. the
1: bottom line, too. Here's the bottom line with the college, with Disney,
0: with the SAT, These the are new Christian, the new Christian SAT that they want the kids to take.
1: You know, <laughs> Disney, what Disney did is, is in the First Amendment, it's called free speech. Yep. They're allowed to say how they feel. Without repercussions, corporations yeah they could lose business if somebody's like oh disney's pro gay i'm out they don't have to go there anymore that's how that's that's what they're where right. they're putting I the mean, bottom are we line in north korea the fact that the state stepped in is so violating and the fact that they're using woke or this college of like using what they think is the right thing and they, they say woke but what they're really saying is how they feel Right, it's how they feel. Which is, but it's also against the law. Like they're they're breaking the law. And DeSantis, let us please God. I cannot believe we haven't mentioned this: that DeSantis paid to fly people from Texas to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. And he was being sued by Senator Jason Pizzo Uh for it because he broke the law. The money that was set there was to get people out of to get uh, immigrants out of Florida. And now he just it passed. They passed changing the law. They just had a special session where they changed the law that you can use that money to fly immigrants out of any state. Uh-huh. And so the lawsuit was thrown out by a judge to right, because
0: it's like retroactive or something. Yeah. Like, can you imagine this? That you have power to change laws and that the people who are voting on this aren't going, wow, the guy that is in charge of all of us is having us change laws to suit and cover up his illegal activity. Right. And we're voting along with it. These are the people, the law and order people- so what, these so, are the
1: law and order but people. But also, let's so. But let's be clear: what he did was against the law. Yeah, and he knows it, and so did everybody who's in the legislature. It was against the law. He gets sued. He changes the law. Yeah, and now the lawsuit gets struck. Like he clearly broke the law, and he changed. Right, used he used his he goons. Recognized that his it's, goons of his to do this,
0: <laughs> and he th- like that's proof that he broke the law. Because if he didn't break the law, he wouldn't need to do what he did. And this, the stupid people in the state that are going to check his box when he runs for president. I'm sorry. Anyone who votes for DeSantis you're a dumb ass.
1: The the Republicans You're an idiot. The Republicans are stupid. The Republicans in the legislature <laughs> should be held accountable for their actions for um
0: aiding and abetting. Aiding and
1: abetting. <laughs> aiding and abetting a criminal. Yeah. That's what you did. That's what you allowed him to do. Not to, it's and so by the way, gross. I got him in the middle. My story's almost done anyway. It's, it's short, but let me just say this one last thing. No one's, I, I see your shirt bans off our bodies. Nobody's talking about abortion. Nope. It's going down to six weeks yep. to heartbeat bill. And it's basically a ban on abortion. no, we're not even talking about right. that. That's slipping through. Right. Permit licks carry has passed two committees. <laughs> <laughs> we got to yeah. get out do you here. understand. Uh, August, dumpster fire August, people. August, twenty twenty nine you will that will be the last you see of me my son graduates in june in 29 (laughs) and then i'm out i'm my i'm packing my shit up i don't even know if i'll still be in this house but my shit will be packed august 2029 expect me to be out of the state of florida forever i don't give a fuck if i got to put my parents in the trunk they're coming with me i got to get the fuck out of here (laughs) we we are i'm making plans the plans have been made like that's it we are i'm done
0: in danger. Danger, Will
1: Robinson. Danger. <clears throat>
0: we are drowning. We are burning. Whatever whatever catastrophe you can place on this state, that's what's happening. And it's going to creep its way up and you know what to the rest of the states you know, The worst part until is- america's engulfed in flames <laughs>
1: you know the worst part is we're not even naming half the things and here's the other part i know <laughs> like, that's the, the thing the there's too. so many things that we can't keep up but the other part too is that <laughs> we can't keep up i know it sounds we sound like hysterical women i know that's okay whatever we can sound like it please but we're not lying we're not fucking lying this is the truth and we're not exaggerating so <laughs> that's that oh my God. florida fuck off and i got to tell you <laughs> i love this motherfucking state but it I doesn't love this feel state. like my i love state. it it doesn't, it doesn't but i love it here i love the fucking wacky tourists that drive through here. Oh my God. I love the fucking, you can see some guy pull his dick out in Broward Boulevard and yeah. know what the fuck's going on. I love I that just, you I can mean, find bands play on any night of the week that yeah. will kill you. They're so fucking good. I love that 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 the beach is packed with these spring breakers oh who are out of God. fucking control, like hanging out the elbow room. Like there yeah. are things about this fucking town, that, this just city fun. that I fucking love so much in this whole state. It's an incredible, incredibly beautiful state. When you come to Disney, I'm going to ask you to do something else as tourists. Pack up your car with a bathing suit and a towel and drive two hours, um, northwest and go to the Springs right. and look at the, be- we have so many naturally be- natural oh beautiful, natural, beautiful Springs yeah. here that you can swim in. It's always year round 70, 78, 75 degrees in that water. It's fucking beautiful. We have one of the most beautiful States, most econ- like a, a environmentally uh, environmentally diverse yes. States. It's an incredible place to be. And we're, we're lucky to live here. It's an it's unfortunate that has been run by maniacs for 40 years, but it's an incredibly beautiful state, and I, I love it here, but it's not for me anymore. It's a it's shame. It's not for me. It's a shame. Anyway, this motherfucker. Let's
0: go back All right, guys. let's go back. So Alan's on. anti-abortion. <laughs> surprise, surprise.
1: <laughs> we went just, on a
0: tangent. Leave us alone.
1: Fuck Fuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Uh, Journalist Doug Ireland wrote that, by the way, you know what? Tina gave me a beautiful gift for my birthday last week, that that album, which is so fucking good. And the whole time I'm holding it, I'm going, fuck you, you fucking bitch. Fuck this is so fucking good. And I'm cutting that video. It's like beep, 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 beep. I'm like, she. what is wrong with you? What is is wrong with you? Why is my default happy? Like, you're a fucking bitch. Why, why Hillary? Oh, God. I have so much Uh, work to do. Thank God I'm going to therapy this week. (laughs) Thank God. Why do I call my friend a fucking bitch when she gives me a nice gift? I know that
0: it comes from a place of love. (laughs)
1: it does it does does, i promise if you ever introduce me to your parents i promise i won't curse them (laughs) i promise i will not do it i will not do it i'm really good with parents parents love me oh my god okay so journalist doug ireland wrote that when serving as health and human services commissioner in virginia allen opposed certain legislation because it included taxpayer funding for abortions According to NNDB.com quote in 1984, as a press aide to Jesse Helms, Allen told the Greensboro news and record quote, we could expound on and undertake a campaign against Jim Hunt's connections with the homosexuals, the labor union connections, the radical feminist connection and the socials connection. And quote, he's talked, this is somebody who's running against Jesse oh. Helms. So, you know, always threatening to attack based yep. on connections to these communities. Oh. Okay. So what happens with this guy? This is, is crazy. And oh. it's like, what the fuck is going on here, right? Because I was reading that he made like $160,000 a year working at the White House, like something crazy Dang. with all of these different positions that he had. Okay. So, and that was like, yeah.
0: A while ago. 2005? Yeah. Okay.
1: So Allen was apprehended by a Germantown Target Store Loss Prevention Manager wow. on January 2nd, 2006. According to the charging document, Alan, quote, admitted to the agent that he was committing fraudulent returns, end quote.
0: Fraudulent returns. So like he stole stuff and then returned. Or used it in return. I'll tell you.
1: So after the arrest, Malin Snyder, his attorney, said he would prove that the felony theft scam allegations are a series of misunderstandings. Uh But then shortly after, he resigns his position like out of nowhere on February 9th, 2006, saying that he wanted to spend more time with his family
0: so that's always a red flag yeah so he tells (laughs) and
1: he tells everybody the white house the president everybody oh this is a misunderstanding but you know what i need to go spend time with my family i'm out and they're all like okay right yeah nobody nobody thought twice about it i was like they should have thought i mean it's obvious right but then he was formally charged um march of 2006 because they had reviewed the, the security video and because he was like a high like a a you know, known person. They didn't want to just charge this guy without knowing the facts. So they did. They waited two months and then they charged him formally after they reviewed the security video and the credit card activity. And it showed similar behavior dating back to 2005. Uh Police said that he took items from the shelf and then returned them for more than $5,000 to his credit card. through about 25 similar transactions at other stores so he would take things and then go just walk up to the return yeah and say i bought it with this credit card and they would they would give him credit back on the credit card for it so you put money back on your card so
0: so he wandering wandering around oh let me grab this lego set yes i gotta return this my kid hated it didn't even walk out the store with it wow
1: and he did that and he did it at several stores that's balls yeah you throw it in a well, bag?
0: How do you walk up with like... Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Oh my God. I right. would be so
0: afraid to do something like that.
1: I know. Like, wouldn't they say like, where's the receipt? I'd be like, oh, good. Yeah.
0: I'd be like, oh, the, the receipt's sweat, like the fucking gold. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so scared.
1: So President George W. Bush said on March 11, 2006, quote, If the allegations are true, Claude Allen did not tell my chief of staff and legal counsel the truth, and that's deeply disappointing. If the allegations are true, something went wrong in Claude Allen's life, and that is really sad. When I heard the story last night, I was shocked, and my first reaction was one of disappointment, deep disappointment, that if it's true, that we were not fully informed, but it was also one shortly thereafter, I felt really sad for the Allen family, end quote.
0: Yeah, and well, and the thing is, this could be, like, remember when, uh, what's her face, Winona Ryder was like stealing stuff. Do you remember Yes. That? She went through that shoplifting phase or whatever. Yeah. I, is it something like that where it's like, I can just do it. Like, I don't need to do it. But like, there's that thrill of like, just being able to get away with like something. Well, petty there's like some that. explanation,
1: but it doesn't really even like make sense to me. I don't know. So um, he pled guilty to the theft in August, 2006. And he said at the sentencing quote, stealing is not something that I ever thought that I would that I thought that I would ever do, and I did. I accept full responsibility for my actions and what I did. I am intensely, immensely sorry for that and very remorseful for the harm that I've caused so many. Something did go very wrong. I lost perspective and failed to restrain myself end quote. His wife cited Hurricane Katrina as one of the stress- stressful issues that Alan was grappling with last fall. So he was involved in a bunch of different things like that, like the Hurricane Katrina. So instead of like so maybe he felt like it was something he could control. Maybe. You know, when everything else was out of control? Right, but that to me seems
0: out of control.
1: Yeah. Montgomery County Circuit Court Judge Eric M. Johnson sentenced Allen to probation before judgment, a disposition uh, available to first offenders in which the judge acknowledges the guilty plea but keeps it off the defendant's criminal record. While When Allen completes his two years of supervised probation, satisfactorily his record would be expunged. Johnson did not sentence Allen to jail but ordered him to reimburse $850 to Target for stolen merchandise, imposed a $500 fine, and demanded that he perform 40 hours of community service. So years later... In September 2011, the D.C. Court of Appeals suspended his license to practice law in D.C. for one year after his license to practice law was suspended for 30 days in Virginia and Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, and the opinion gave much discussion as to whether his act was of moral uh, turpitude, concluding that it well, was not.
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean, because that's part of the deal with yeah. your with your ability to practice law. Like, you know, you can't commit yeah. a crime,
1: I would imagine. And also, more recently, oh, I didn't include this in the story because I was like. Uh, I don't know, you know, but his son was found guilty of murder. <gasps> murdered someone. Oh, no. uh, and it's it's like a really fucked up story, but I was like, eh, I don't know if this should you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the kids, so it's not I him, mean, I get it, not but, him. but it's just something it's part of like this whole weird like it's it's and it seems sad to me. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it was just sad, so yeah. That's wow, Like Allen. What
0: a trajectory.
1: I know. Super smart.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, I feel it's like- It's something with, so with, silly, with, know, shoplifting. I, uh, yeah, and like cause that's like a petty crime. Like, it's a crime. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anybody. right? You know what I mean? I mean, it hurts a corporation, but who gives a shit about corporations? You know what I mean? But
1: even like, we were but, paying attention to the news then. We know what Bush was up to. Like, we everybody was, uh, oh, yeah. I never heard this story, but maybe it's because of the war, and God right. knows I what mean. else. You know what I mean? But,
0: yeah, there has to be some kind of thrill or something yeah. that you get out of being able to do that. Because right. clearly he made enough money. This wasn't about someone who needed- these items right you know yeah not stealing a pack of pampers you know what i mean yeah 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 that that to me is so interesting like people that do crimes like that 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 they don't need to do like no because it it makes me wonder like what is the thing i guess the psychopathy whatever it is like the psychological reason that Mm -hmm. makes you like did he do it one time and was like let me do it again like whatever Hey this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious, Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there but we always have fun with it oh, i'm sure i'll say something dumb subscribe to the infectious groove podcast part of the odd pods media network all right let's okay. hit it. Let me are it are you ready uh, yes. are you ready are ready all right <laughs> today i'm gonna tell you the story of jermaine wright hmm. jermaine wright served on the Adelano city council beginning in 2012 but when he's suspected of arson his political career goes up in smoke Oh, she loves that up in smoke. I do. I I think I've (laughs) used it probably so many times. But our story takes place in Adelano, California in 2017. And this is a city in San Bernardino, California. And... I actually stayed. That's uh, the area I stayed in when I was in Cali for. Um, I think I was there like six months or something. Oh, by the way, back that's the, the second
1: time you've said Cali in two weeks on this podcast. Oh, and in that Cali. clip that I pulled, it's like whether you live in Massachusetts or Cali, I'm like, yeah. this is what I don't want to say California. Like she no, Cali. just, Cali, yeah, Cali. Right? I mean,
0: do, it's, do so say 90s. Cali, do it's so nineties. It's so nineties to say Cali. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nineties. So nineties. <laughs> I couldn't find much, but Beatrice. Valenzuela's and Joe Nelson's daily bulletin article noted that Wright once served as a school board trustee for the city of Adelano. And she also noted that he ran for the first district of San Bernardino's County supervisor position in 2012, but he lost and then he won his seat on the Adelano city council in 2012. So he um, was running for these two uh, positions. And when he won the city council position, he also won reelection to the school board seat. Mm. At the same time. So he had to resign. He ended up resigning the school board seat so that he could take the city council seat. Like, But I thought it was weird that he ran for both things at the same time.
1: They do that. Yeah. They're, they're hedging their bets.
0: Yeah. It's just weird. So um, an old Facebook post noted that the council unanimously voted him to mayor uh, pro tem in 2015. Wow. So I'm going to just jump into the major incident. Do it. So the FBI, according to the Central District of California's U.S. Attorney's Office memo, started to get wind that something wasn't right in Adelano. And uh, Valenzuela and Nelson, who were writing again for the Daily Bulletin, noted that several folks had called the FBI about what they believed to be corruption. And so they send in undercover agents to check things out. And that's in 2017 and they want to get the dirt, like, and it didn't take long. It's like, boo, they go in there, and it's like, they catch him. So according to the memo, Wright accepted a bribe. Uh, And again, this is that thing where, like, they, uh, I don't know if they were suspecting people of taking bribes, so then they send in an undercover to uh, present, you know. Yeah. So I think we've talked about this many times. Like, is this, you know, entrapment? But the thing is, like, if you take the money and then you're taking the money more than once, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so he accepted a bribe of ten thousand dollars to get votes for a marijuana business. Um, <laughs> so basically, like, it, it was for marijuana businesses to protect from code enforcement, so that they, you know, could get their licenses and so it could be easier for them to have their businesses. And um, it's kind of a bribe, but again, according to the memo, this wasn't someone just handing him cash. This was months long. Like negotiations where they settled on ten thousand dollars. So they're going back and forth. Wow. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll do it for one this one. Thing. That's what. And, and they're having these conversations, and then they settle on ten thousand. So he's fully aware. Yeah, and it's also, not like someone coming up in a trench coat being like, "Hey, I got ten thousand dollars for you."
1: You know what I yeah, mean? Or like this. Hey, yeah, look what yeah, I got for you. Yeah,
0: you know, like this is like he had conversations. He thought about it. He went back and forth with numbers. You know? So, yeah. like, well, you're, you're investing. When you say
1: entrapment, I was thinking to myself, let's just make it a rule. Yeah. Don't take don't money. Don't take money. Stop asking. When people say, okay, oh, hey, we'll give you something, say, no, thank you, right. and get up and walk the fuck out. Right. Like, you don't know what it is. So, that's why entrapment's right. like bullshit. Right. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And not only
0: was it 10 grand, but he also asked for what he called a stack of $2,000 every single time he helped her block the code enforcement.
1: Holy shit. Yeah.
0: So like <laughs> he's making a mu- nickname. This guy's yeah. yeah, he's done this before. Okay, so you know what I mean? He knew this I guy knows stack. what he's doing, Oh right? my God. So, and he took the opportunity. Wow. And <laughs> uh, another press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office cited the affidavit, which detailed how much money switched hands. So quote, during a meeting on October 6th, undercover one, then placed $10,000 on a box being used as a table, made up two stacks of fifty dollar bills and told Wright, that's for you or your nonprofit whatever. Wright responded, My nonprofit, yes sir. Thank you, sir. Wright eventually placed the 10 grand in his pocket. Whoa. Can you imagine that? I just want someone to hand me $10,000. Just give me money, please. Invest in it. We need some angel investors for the podcast. Oh, I need
1: angel investors from my ass. Help us out. No, give me (laughs) $10,000 podcast. Give me $10,000.
0: No, invest in the podcast and then you'll get more than (gasps) (gasps) $10,000. All right, so things didn't stop there. According to the memo, Wright reached out to the undercover agent again. But this time he wanted someone to help him burn down his restaurant. What? So he had a restaurant and oh my God. that he had started the year prior and he wanted someone to go in and burn it down so he could collect the insurance. And the agent- Freaking
1: fellow, shit right there. Yeah, the
0: agent put him in touch with an alleged electrician so that it could look like an electrical fire. Oh my
1: God, dude, and this guy, he no met, good.
0: he met up with this fake electrician. He planned the day and time for the arson to take place and he paid the undercover agent $1,500 for the job. So like, not only did he take this bribe, but now he's like in this other scheme- no, to collect, good. Like, this is think, no good. I think I think
1: it was like $350,000. Yeah, bro, he better just plead guilty. I don't want to hear some oh not me.
0: Right. So, what's more? <laughs> no. He takes this electrician on a tour of the restaurant to help him scope out spots and ensure that like this thing burns to the ground. Wow. So, a yeah. fake electrician? Yeah, well he doesn't know that it's a fake I know show. but yeah like, I know who's that guy? guy's like these oh, feds yeah. are great
1: actors I'll tell you what really yeah.
0: do they have <gasps> do they know anything about oh wait wait do you think that they have like academy awards for like <laughs> the best undercover agent of the year like are they having they these should. like underground parties they wouldn't that be should. fun can yes. you invite us I'd love to go hey, see that we can Hi. host it we'll host it the- <gasps> we'll be the MC! Yeah. Oh my God. Okay.
1: Wait till you see this guy's work. Roll the tape. And it's like him, like the black and white grainy video of like back of the back. Oh
0: my God. It's so good. Yeah. All right. So, um, one of his fellow, um, well, so the agents basically like approach him at the restaurant and he, he confesses. He like, oh, good. Know, okay. Says yeah, everything. Yeah, good, 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 One good. of his fellow, fellow I mean, there's no way yeah, you're you know an idiot. I mean? yeah. <laughs> to just, like just be honest. One <laughs> of his fellow councilmen, Charlie Glasper told daily bulletins, uh, Valenzuela and Nelson, Quote, I'm very disappointed. I didn't know he was conniving and doing these things behind the scenes like that. Mm. What he did was totally uncalled for, if it is true. I wouldn't expect someone of his caliber to be participating in something like that. And so the charges were solicitation and bribery and um, one count of attempted arson. And he was found guilty of one count of bribery of programs receiving federal funds and one count of attempted arson. And in October 2022, according to the Central District of California's U.S. Attorney's Office, Wright, who was 46 at the time, was sentenced to five years wow. in federal prison. Wow. And um, What a shame. Uh, Ray De La Cruz of the Daily Press reported that the trial took only six days. Like, it, the evidence was very clear. There was oh, no God. doubting uh, what I happened. I
1: they did a trial. Just, just... Yeah, go before the judge, right? Yeah. So
0: De La Cruz also cited the prosecutor sentencing uh, memo, which stated, "quote Unfortunately, Wright's decision to accept a ten thousand dollar bribe payment was not a one off event. The recordings in this case show that he spoke to the undercover agent over a period of months. So Mm. again, this wasn't like, oh, I made this one faulty error in this. I had a lapse of judgment in Mm. a moment, right? Months of negotiations. Sorry, dude." So the aftermath, the council met in 2017 after Wright's arrest to hold a special election mm. to replace Wright, according to Joe Nelson's son article. Nelson also wrote that six folks were vying for the position at the time. And this uh, guy, uh, Gabriel Reyes, won. And then the next mayor, uh, Rich Kerr, who sat on the council and um, ended up with his own legal troubles like oh. shortly thereafter and faced charges. And some of them were actually tied to this case but that's like its own muck story on Jesus. its own Jesus, and then um some you know funny points of interest uh one part that i thought was funny and interesting was that wright actually hired someone to potentially assault him so that the feds would drop the case against him yeah. he's like come beat me up yeah according to the he daily just press of everything bad like he yeah. just his whole brain just broken Wright was recorded as <laughs> as uh Wondering what the fee would be to, quote, get my ass beat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can you imagine Oh, this? my God. <laughs> so he continued, quote, and it needs to happen quickly, though. Beat to the point where I have memory loss.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? Just fucking, oh my God. God you know what I mean? Just You're yeah. such a criminal. Just fucking do the Just timing. Do the time. Stop. stop know, know when to fold them. <laughs> know oh, no. when to fold them it's not so, when you're getting your brain beaten in and all memory the, loss because
0: be <laughs> he to he the wants point of lobotomy basically yeah, be, be, be to the point where i have memory loss all the rest of the stuff they have to let me go i have a good ass attorney
1: <laughs> oh, wait and a allegedly
0: allegedly but this is the funnier part Get allegedly he was beat up by someone four days before his arrest, according to the Daily Press, but there were no visible injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like they the just- police are called in, he's like laying on the ground,
1: <laughs> and they take him. To- <laughs> this guy got so much fucking. So issues, bro.
0: They buggy. take him to the hospital, and there's like nothing. Like, and he's like, "Oh, I was robbed." This yeah. and that. Like, there's like they're like there's no injuries. Man. So like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just took it upon himself to throw himself <laughs> on the ground and be like, oh, yes, something happened. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Oh what my a fucking God. dope. This oh guy's such oh a dope. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <Poor> so <guy. laughs> the other thing I thought was interesting is that the city at Alano had about. A thirty-year history of corruption, like it's just oh. one thing after you know. I, there's just certain towns yeah. and certain places where yeah. it just it's it's it, it's a cycle of corruption. Like yeah. it's funny to me why. Well, I think
1: also they, how that they works. come in. Like the next guy comes in, and he's like, "I'm gonna do better. I'm right. gonna make sure I clean this place up." Yeah. And people go, like, "Oh, thank God!" And then he's <laughs> fucking creep too. Like yeah. they just don't it's know ridiculous. when to quit. They don't ridiculous. know when to
0: quit. And then the last thing is, um, which I thought you know, it was kind of sad is he had this uh, restaurant that he started and it was called Fat Boy's Grill and it was opened in 2016. And he told Shay Johnson of the Daily Press at the time, quote, this is a labor of love and a vision my wife and I had for a long time. We had promised that we were going to put put a point of sales here in Adelano and this is our opportunity to do that. Mm. So, I mean, I get it. Like, I think it was 300,000, 350,000. Like, it's a lot of money to get, but you know, this was when you read the article, like, you know, they were excited about it. It was like a place that people were like, yeah, you know, like, I I don't know. And then to go, wow, a year in, and restaurants are hard. They're notorious. Like people sometimes don't, I mean, we just talked about the bear. Like it's really hard to keep a restaurant going and it's expensive and all of that. And a year in to go, God, now we like lost everything we invested. And you see an opportunity to get 300,000 and recoup some of your money. Like I get it. But at the same time, like the destruction that you're causing and. I don't know. So, oh, you're gonna love this. So that's the story of the mayor who almost lit up the joint, Jermaine Wright. Oh <laughs> my god!
1: <laughs> oh my god! The
0: end. This is the end.
1: What, are Do you, you saying the door stand? Yeah. Right oh no! You how dare yours? you? How dare you? This is the end. Every time I hear Jim Morrison say that, I go, "Yeah, this is the end." Just Get click. the fuck out! Yeah, Channel bye, change. Next. I cannot stand that band. I have no. And you know what else? The stink of me hating the doors like went on to Val Kilmer when he starred as Jim Morrison oh. The doors. Like it, I know. Went, you it, hate it like him went right on. Yeah. Now I couldn't after that I was like, fuck Val Kilmer. God, I remember that. I mean, movie. it was bad enough. Top Gun that was was, a Top movie, Gun was though. bad enough with Val Kilmer. That was bad oh. enough. Like, what was he? Ice Man, Ice Cube? Yeah. <laughs> Ice Cube. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> if one more person's like, the new Top Gun is great, I'm gonna jump out the fucking window. I, haven't I seen don't it. care. I didn't like the first one. I don't care about the second one. Except Miles Teller, who is so fucking cute. Yeah. Oh, wait, we have to do our banned books moment. Oh, okay, yes. All right. Yes, please. All right, all right. This uh, is I'll get off the hot guys again. I'm oh. so sorry. Oh. I just love hot
0: guys. Excuse oh. me, uh, All
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So,
0: in the light of, you know, Republicans mm, trying to steal everybody's rights, um, I wanted to do um, a quote from uh, The Giver, the book, The Giver. Okay. I don't know if you've read it. Maybe your kids have read it. It's Girl. a good book. Anyway, it says, it's very short. It's the choosing that's important, isn't it? Yes, Tina. <gasps> it is
1: important. No, you don't. No, it's, I agree. What do you mean? She doesn't like that, the, she no, doesn't I like do. the band book moment. I love the band book moment. It's that you look at me for a reaction. Yes. And it just, re- I'm triggered because <laughs> I told you this is what my mother would do. She would open up a book and she would go, I'm <laughs> do. I don't <laughs> and I'd go, okay, uh, I do good? this to my son. I, I do agree. this to my son. This is what you did to me in the car in yes. Tallahassee. I already discussed this. She yeah. re- she read a poem to me and she goes, <gasps> and she looks at me with like this with his eyes. And I go, <gasps> I don't get it. Like, I don't know. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a great it's, quote. That's great.
0: They're taking away no. all of our rights to make decisions. It's supposed right? to be a free country. We're supposed to be. <laughs> and, but the fact that he calls it free when he, yeah. when he's
1: like, We are the furthest thing from free. I said it on my Twitter this week, which I love to put my garbage up there. Freedom is, Florida is where freedom goes to die. Yeah. That's where, that's what they're going to lock up bloggers. Yeah, If you write a blog in Florida and you criticize DeSantis or you talk about DeSantis, you have to register with the state. Can you imagine this? So we're on a list now.
0: And then I was wondering, does that go for podcasts? Yes,
1: it does. We would be included in that. Yes, we would be included. So wait,
0: we can't talk about him? Oh, can we just say he who shall not be named? Can we come up with like a, a Voldemort kind of like tag for him?
1: I don't know, but if 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 people like a Chipmarca, who I've mocked him for his small fingers and his <laughs> his wife's lack of orgasms, I could be personally sued by Marco for saying things that aren't true, that are what I'm right. alleging, what I'm assuming about him, right? I mean, not the short fingers thing. I mean, that's I just mean, let's just take it let's take the ruler out. I mean, this is ridiculous, these <laughs> fingers, but the wife's lack of orgasms that was just an assumption like was, I mean
0: I mean we're just look, look this is a,
1: a I comedy mean, I can, I, I listen, podcast I'm I'm all, I'm I'm 2 days from being 45 years old. I can size up a man whether he can give somebody an orgasm or not. I just at this point at this point I can't believe that we can be personal but I mean so oh, what that's going to oh, well, th- be what orgasms well that's
0: going to be what retroactive or no or moving forward moving forward
1: they just want us to be silent they want to right. silence us right they want us to have well they want us to have fear that we will be sued if we say something which the is whole, against but the first is a, that's the amendment, first amendment which is why they're going to waste their time on that whatever that blog bullshit is they're going to waste their time with this bill and it'll pass go to, and
0: it'll go to it'll court pass. it'll go
1: to court and so we'll throw it out the ACLU will challenge it it'll get thrown out meanwhile people are <laughs> moving out of their houses because they can't afford to right live. like it's um uh, Here's the thing. I used to think like fighting for this, fighting for that, supporting the party, supporting candidates would help us. But we don't have a fucking chance in hell in the next couple of decades. I, that's why I have to leave because at some point we have to say it's enough. We can't do anything anymore and we have to leave. Yeah. We have to leave because no one's coming to save us. So I've got to save myself.
0: Yep. All right. Well, on that happy note.
1: Yeah. Fuck off, Florida.
0: Well, <laughs> bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Muck Podcast and
1: on our Twitter at MuckPodcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, muckraker, policy wonk, or bleeding heart. We can't do this without you.